Hello, this is your host of One Step Beyond Today with the creator, evangelist Dolores Williams. And I want to uh, speak briefly off of the yearn to be genuine of the heart and to give you some insight of what that means. To yearn to be genuine, it is the bridge to our self-worth in a broken state of identity crisis. In the church, we're sent to Bible school, Bible study, and we're given scriptures. And how do we decipher those scriptures to bring it in a vehicle in the modern day world today and make it fit in our crisis of everyday living. The thing that Christians need and what those that are seeking should understand is that a genuine yearn of the heart is the beginning of self-worth. Self-worth is developing a healthy fear of the eternal living creator, the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We see in Psalms 1, 11, and 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Yearning and to yearn is to ache, to be genuine. To be genuine is to be authentic, to be real, valid, to be legitimate and true. All are spiritual qualities. With these spiritual qualities, once they are developed, enveloped, and showered with understanding and wisdom, we can begin the journey of a healthy identity crisis, I mean, of identity, a healthy identity, then we can begin to evolve into the person of our own self-worth. Today, many of us did not know the weight of our self-worth, and so many still do not know. NIV, uh, the New King James Version, the Holy Spirit, reminded me to share with you the segment in this segment Matthew 4 and 1 Then Jesus was led up by the spirit well, Some listeners might be saying well if Jesus was the whole is the holy spirit how could he be led up by the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Many would ask that question. You see, Jesus was yet in in the flesh, was yet very much divine. 
we can look back on and see that they were indeed the Holy Spirit and Jesus, indeed distinct and the Father, distinct persons of the Godhead, which is quoted by Jesus in Luke 4 as being fulfilled in his baptism by the Spirit at the Jordan when John baptized him at the Jordan. Isaiah 61 and 1, this is where Jesus was saying, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners to proclaim the favorite year of the Lord, which is quoted by Jesus in Luke 4 as being fulfilled in his baptism by the Spirit at the Jordan. Jesus is the one who was incarnated into human flesh and who came in order to die as atoning sacrifice for sin. The role of the Holy Spirit in Jesus is it was a symbolic message of how we will be filled by the Holy Spirit and how we will be tempted to give in and up. But when we are broken, weak and weary, etc., tempted, it is the Holy Spirit who gives us all we need to finish by a genuine and authentic will to endure to the end. You see, you, the listeners that are listening this afternoon, you are a spiritual being having a physical flesh encounter of either of the five senses. The spiritual senses, the spirit of discernment, the soberness and a spiritual alertness of something or understand something that's somewhat hidden or obscure. These senses, the five senses, pertain to the physical being, and the sense of perception is a deeper, it's another sense. It is a sense that we will cover in part two of this uh, the yearning and and the thirst for being authentic it is important that we develop the spiritual sense in order to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit if we cannot if we do not develop a yearning desire, a burning desire to be genuine. It is it is definitely a setback. We must develop the spiritual man. We must become sober and alert that we're empty because we need to feed the spiritual man, spiritual food. 
I'll say that again. We must develop the spiritual man, woman, or child by giving him, feeding him spiritual food. Now, what do I mean by that? We must at some point get away from the basic milk. Basic milk. It's time to grow up. God is trying to grow us into the human beings that we were meant to be. His spiritual children. His spiritual children. There is a hunger in in each of us. When God is... Just say that he is calling us to an accountability of the purpose that is within us. And we have that accountability. When we say that we are Christians, we can't drink any more milk. It's time for maturity. Once the Holy Spirit has come in, He, the Holy Spirit, will cause us to yearn, cause us to feel a hunger, a deeper hunger. I mentioned Ecclesiastics 3.11 in the last segment. Episode, segment. And Solomon gave a good breakdown of how a man lives during his lifetime and never never ever seemingly to be fulfilled being unholed not being whole but it is our accountability to listen to the voice of God and to go deeper go deeper It is that void within us where we must get to that silent place in having church in our temple, which are our bodies, in a distilled place where you can hear the Lord speak to you or if you don't understand or can decipher the voice of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. And that hunger and that yearning for authentic, being authentic to be genuine. This is my prayer. After all that I've seen in the churches, after all I've seen in the pulpits, after all I have seen in my lifetime, my prayer, Father. Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I'm being using clarity of the God that I'm addressing. Give me the Holy Spirit to be genuine. Let just let me be genuine. You see, in 
Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Jesus being tempted. Jesus knew Satan couldn't give him anything. Jesus in all his suffering never suffered from identity crisis. And we should not suffer from identity crisis. We must study. We must go deeper. We must not stop at man's sermon. Don't stop with what I'm telling you today. Get on your knees and pray and ask God, Father, of of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Have clarity with what you're asking him. I need to find my self-worth. To find my self-worth, I find my purpose. And once I find my my purpose, give me the anointing to be able to write, to be able to preach, to be able to be a, a coach, life coach, to those that are seeking, those that are been broken, those that know that there is something more that they need. You see, Jesus knew, the Father knew that human beings would need more than just a biological nourishment to live whole. They must be fed physically, mentally, and spiritually. With every sense of the five senses, there are a set of principles and accountabilities. That part of our immortal soul, that part of man that will live forever, even when the body dies, yearns its spiritual food. We must develop a menu, spiritual menu, for spiritual food. You see, God examines our deeds and judges our deeds by our spirit of which we have done the deeds, the action of the deed, to find if the spirit in which we acted was right or wrong. Man's actions always are screened by his motive. We read in Proverbs 4.23, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And I want to share this with you as well, why it's most important to follow the yearning of to be genuine to be authentic, to be real when we say that we're a Christian. We need to find out what that means to be born again. You see, man does not hold your salvation. He cannot tell you if you are saved or not because God has a plumb line of righteousness and we all shall be judged by that plumb line of righteousness John in the book the, uh, in the book of John we find out the lack 
of spiritual understanding, the lack of spiritual insight, the lack of spiritual discernment, the lack of spiritual food. And this is an important message to those who are seeking in the audience this morning. It is important to those that are in the church houses, walking away after a sermon, just as empty as you came in before the sermon. John 8, 47, from the English Standard Version, whoever is of God, hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. You see, we are all children by creation. But after the creation, there is a choice. There is a narrow road that we must live by. And that can only be obtained by hearing the spiritual voice of the Lord. We have ears. Hebrews 5.11, King James says, Of whom we have many things to say, and hard to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. I just want you to know that when the yearning to be genuine, the yearning, you're convicted. It's something that is missing, something that is empty on the inside of us is that it is the Holy Spirit quickening our spirit to go deeper to learn of Him to learn of Him He's trying to bring us the full vision of purpose of self-worth and finding self-worth we can develop a healthy fear of our Lord because the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and good understanding and we are we then will find it easier to endure in whatever task that we undertake. And before I conclude, we see in Matthew 4 and 1 through 11, the temptation of Christ. He was tempted. Jesus did not suffer from an identity crisis. And this is the way that we should be. We should not be suffering from an identity crisis if we got it right, if the teaching was right, if it was broken down like a child, you know, that a child can understand. The word is, is, is simplified. It's not with all the big words and, the, and all of the theological uh, uh technical uh, difficulties that make the gospel so hard to understand. You see, Jesus 
showed us something, how we are to be and how we are to endure and how we are to tell Satan. It's, it's written. It's written. He, Satan only and his demons only understand the word in warfare. You are in warfare whether you want to believe it or not. We are all in warfare. And we have to know how to speak to the spirit realm and whatever else us that comes toward us. And we can speak to sickness. We can speak to speak to financial shortages. We can speak. We, we are children of a financial broker who have many cattle on the hill. Many rooms in his mansion. And Jesus in the temptation showed us the temptation to be self-sufficient. Jesus didn't become controlling even with his legitimate needs. He trusted God, his father. The temptation to be spectacular. Jesus refused to become a stunt man when uh, Satan says, you be the son of God, cast thyself down off of this cliff. And the angels will guard you, lest you dash your feet, uh, your foot against a stone. Jesus turned and looked at Satan. It is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Jesus didn't perform in order to become a celebrity, as so many in the church today. So many pastors have been propped up by the members that they, I think they do develop a God complex. They feel that they can injure the sheep in the pew because I think they think that they are God. But you are an under-shepherd. Listen to that. Under the true shepherd. You have no right to injure the sheep. You don't know what God is doing in the sheep and you need to stay in your own lane but I tell you this morning to the listeners the temptation to be powerful Jesus wouldn't take a shortcut to gain power or worship I'd like to ask you this morning how do you deal with the temptations just study the method of Jesus for combating these familiar temptations of legitimate needs, gifting, and fame. Jesus provides our standard for defeating temptation. He never lost a case. He never lost a case. So until we meet next time <clears throat> on One Step, One Day, beyond with the creator I want you to continue to yearn continue to lay prostate to the floor on your knees if you ask Jesus ask Jesus to pray for you like he did the disciples ask him to cover your mind Ask him to 
take the cataracts off of the lens of seeing so that you can see the true, the true Christians in church and that you can see those that are in error. Again, I say be blessed, be a blessing to others, and continue on your journey until we meet next time. Be blessed. Amen.